بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم now to hadith 554 the hadith of ابي سعيد الخدري قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ما من عبد يصوم يوما في سبيل الله الا بعد الله بذلك اليوم من وجه النار 70 خريفا narrated ابي سعيد الخدري رضي الله تعالى عنه that Allah's messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم said no slave of Allah will fast for a day while engaged in jihad في سبيل الله في سبيل الله fast for a day while engaged في سبيل الله listen to this translation which is important while engaged in jihad without Allah removing uh, the hellfire a distance of 70, of, of 70 years from his face for that day yeah. so no slave of Allah will fast for a day while engaged in jihad in jihad without Allah removing the hell fire a distance of 70 years from his face for that day except meaning except that Allah will remove the hell fire a distance of 70 years from his face for that day and this is an agreed upon hadith and the wording is that of Muslim now ma min abdin no slave of Allah no slave what does it mean here the term slave really it means uh, the one who is a slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the legal, the legal slavery, meaning the legal submission, the one who worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the legal worship. That's the meaning of a slave of Allah. Now, he fasts this fi sabilillah. Listen to this carefully. Fi sabilillah. It means al jihadu fi sabilillah. Engaging in jihad. It doesn't mean for the sake of Allah. Meaning purity. Sincerely. As some people may understand. Because the ikhlasun niyyah, having purity of intention, is not denoted by this statement. Rather, you would hear it as follows. Man sama yawman, whoever fasts a day, yabtaghi bihi wajhallah, seeking in it the face of Allah. This would mean the purity of intention. And there's difference between the two. So, therefore, what is intended here, fi sabirillah, in the one who goes out uh, in jihad, engaging in jihad. It is added to Allah, as you see, engaged in the fi sabirillah, in the cause of Allah, which is here engagement in jihad. It is added, sabirillah, the conjugation, sabirillah, because of two things. Two aspects. The first, because it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who legislated the jihad. The second, it leads to him. Because it leads to him. And that's why you have it, sabilillah, added to Allah. And the sirat, when added to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the construct of the statement, it may be added to Allah, it may be also added to the one who trails this path. Like for example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
says Sirat al an'amta alayhim This Sirat here This Sirat is added to the one who takes this path The path of whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, had favor upon And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also Sirat Allahi alladhi lahu ma fi samawati wa ma fi al-ard The path of Allah to whom belongs the heavens and the earth here Allah added it to himself The path of Allah So adding it to Allah in the construct Is from two angles as described earlier As mentioned earlier Because Allah is the one who uh, Set that And because, because it leads to him Then in the hadith Will fast a day while engaged in jihad Fi sabilillah Except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Will remove the hellfire a distance of 70 years here he said kharif listen in the arabic in the in the you know in the arabic text of the hadith except that allah removes the hellfire a distance of uh, 70 kharif let us write the word kharif what is intended by the term kharif is the year denoted by denoted as such because you know, Al-Kharif, autumn, follows, autumn, follows summer, right? And uh, autumn is time of activity, after laziness. Why? Because bodies in, during the summer uh, becomes lazy with the heat and weaken. But when the autumn comes, and this is the season that follows the the uh, the summer, the body becomes more active. No. And it denotes the year. It denotes the year. The benefits of this hadith is the merit of fasting in the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, meaning in, in jihad, while engaged in jihad. However, this is to be restricted. Definitely. It must be restricted. What does it mean restricted? As long as there is no effect of weakness on the fasting individual while engaged in jihad. If it diminishes his strength in the jihad, then it is either makruh, detested, or forbidden. And the evidence for this is that the Prophet ﷺ, when he approached Mecca and was near to Mecca uh, in the year of Al-Fatih, the year of the conquest, opening of Mecca, he said to his companions, you are about to meet the enemy tomorrow, and breaking the fast is stronger for you, so break the fast. So therefore the hadith we have here is to be restricted in the sense that it is as such as long as there is no no weakness if it diminishes the works of jihad like causing uh, uh, lassitude uh, um, tiredness and the like then no now if someone asks the question why it is meritorious 
in jihad fi sabilillah why because first this is a kind of self strive first where the person withholds himself from what it likes from food and drinks so therefore there are two uh, kinds of strive occurring with the believer who fasts the one the strive against the self and the other is the strive against the enemy jihad al-nafs and the jihad of the al-adu the enemy secondly it is an indication for the truthfulness of seeking the uh, uh, truthfulness of the mujahid the one performing the jihad when he fasts and, and most often he will be troubling and we know travel is, uh, is linked to hardship. The next benefit is uh, expressing uh, the sum or the part for that which is whole. Sum for the whole. Because he said in this hadith, the Prophet ﷺ, look, Except that Allah removes the hellfire a distance of 70 years from his face. From his face. And we know that the polytheists, we seek refuge in Allah from this, where they will be pulled in hell on their faces. While this person who is fasting in the cause of Allah, engaged in jihad, Allah will remove the hellfire a distance of 70 years from his face and from this also is the mentioning of what 70 70 what kharif and we knew what the kharif is what is the kharif huh? what is it autumn Naam. and he didn't say 70 years right he didn't say in the hadith 70 years he said 70 kharif why because Kharif is part of the year, right? It's part of the year. And he denoted by the part, the whole. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, except that Allah will remove huh, the hellfire a distance of 70 Kharif. No, 70 Kharif. He denoted, the Kharif denotes the entire year. So, there is here an expression using uh, a part or a sum for the whole. Uh, another benefit from this hadith is that the matter of uh, the reward and its extent, there is no room for intellect regarding it. There is no room for intellect regarding the matter of reward and its extent. Meaning, if someone says, Why the reward was not 60 years? Huh? Why the reward was not 80 years? The answer, we have nothing to do with this. Because this is only Allah's decision and decree. The next hadith is the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha. She said, 
كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يصوم حتى نقول لا يفطر ويفطر حتى نقول لا يصوم وما رأيت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم استكمل صيام شهر قط إلا رمضان وما رأيته في شهر أكثر منه صياما في شعبان متفق عليه واللفظ لمسلم The next حديث is the حديث of Aisha رضي الله تعالى عنها She said Allah's messenger used to fast so used to fast to such an extent that we thought he would never break his fast and he would go without fasting he would go without fasting to such an extent that we thought he would never fast and I never saw Allah's messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam fast a complete month except in Ramadan and I never saw him fast more in any month than in Sha'ban the month preceding Ramadan Aisha Aisha radiallahu anha Ummul Mu'mineen and the most special of the wives of the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam and most knowledgeable without any hesitation amongst the wives of the Prophet Allah bestowed upon her knowledge great extent, a great deal of knowledge in many disciplines to the extent that the Sahaba عليهم, used to come to her she would recite to them the poetry from Jahiliya, from the pre-Islamic era. And also, she would tell them the news and reports concerning Al-Ansab, lineages. Hiya radiallahu anha is a scholar, by all what that means. May Allah be pleased with her, and most knowledgeable of the wives of the Prophet regarding his status regarding his affairs she عنها, said that he وسلم, used to fast to such an extent that we thought he would never break his fast because of what fasting many days fasting 10 days or 20 days to the extent that we would say what we thought he would never break his fast. It doesn't mean that he uh, and it does not break all the year. It means that he would not break his fast in that particular month. Because if we say in the year, this will entail that he would, what, be fasting most of the year, and this is not the case. Is that clear? So this is relevant to the month. And the next statement she said, and he would go without fasting to such an extent that we thought he would never fast. Uh, Despite the fact that he did not Except the fact uh, he didn't leave the fasting of the three days from each month. And he fasted the Monday and the Thursdays. 
But what she was referring to is in the mutawali, the, the succession, the successive days. So sometimes he would make that in succession, breaking the fast, to the extent that we say what? He would never fast. And then she said, I never saw Allah's Messenger وسلم, fast a complete month except in Ramadan. So therefore, the reports in which there were, or there is some wording that the Prophet وسلم, fasted the entire of Sha'ban, what is intended by that is most of it. Because Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha is the one who reported the hadith concerning the fasting of Sha'ban. So therefore, this will indicate that she, that the reality is that not the entire month of Sha'ban, but rather most of it. And here she said, I never saw Allah's Messenger وسلم, fast a complete month except in Ramadan, and I never saw him fast more in any month than in Sha'ban. Meaning he fasted uh, days of Sha'ban more than any other month, even more than Al Muharram, Shahrullah Al Muharram, the month of Muharram, even more than that. From the benefits of this hadith that the Prophet ﷺ diversified the worship in accordance with what is beneficial. So when he had time and he was in activity, he would fast to the extent that we think we would think that he would what would never break his fast. And if he was busy he would break the fast, he, would be, he wouldn't be fasting, to the extent that we would, what, think that he would never fast. So he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, used to take into consideration the benefit in his worship, to the extent that they would pass, the companions would pass in the funeral, uh, and pass by him and he wouldn't follow the funeral rather would continue in talking to the companions around him yet we know that he وسلم, incites to follow the funerals why? because here he was caring about a benefit with his companions talking to them and there was a maslaha, a benefit in that so he was considering or considerate of the benefit and this is the situation with respect to us how it should be in the matters that are not faridah not obligated that we should look what is beneficial to the individual and to the people and the entire deen all of it is about benefits and when Imam Ahmad rahimahullah was asked uh, about two kinds of deeds so he addressed the person asking him 
by advising him to look for that which is more beneficial to your heart and do it. This is in reality one of the most beautiful statements and most comprehensive and beneficial. Sometimes the person finds in himself the recitation of the Quran giving him tranquility and more than uh, the Salah for example for example he would come early to Salat al-Jumu'ah to the Friday and then he prays nafil as much as Allah wishes then afterwards yani he begins to recite the Quran and finds uh, enjoyment and tranquility in the recitation and something beneficial to him so we say to him recitation in this case is better although we know that the salah in its kind is better than the recitation of the Quran because it comprises the Quran and other than the Quran the dhikr and everything and sometimes the person sees that meeting a guest, receiving a guest, honoring him, eating with him, is better than fasting. So we say, in this case, better for you to break the fast. Better for you to break the fast. And again, this is something optional, on the optional uh, fast. Sometimes, the person finds in the fasting laziness and negligence concerning uh, beneficial things, whether they are in their benefits transcending or restricted. So in this case we say, don't fast, and breaking the fast is better for you. So therefore what is important that the Prophet ﷺ takes into consideration that which is more beneficial and good. So he would fast to the extent that we would say he never breaks the fast, and he would break the fast to the extent that he he would go without fasting to the extent that we thought that he would never fast. Is this clear, the point of benefit, this one? The next benefit, it is not from the sunnah. It is not from the sunnah to fast an entire month, except the month of Ramadan. The person fasts it because it is an obligation. Why? Fasting other than Ramadan, a month other than, than Ramadan in its entirety is not from the guidance of the Prophet ﷺ. He never fasted a whole entire month except that of Ramadan. And there also came narrations that are weak regarding the fasting of the four inviolable months, Dhul Qa'dah, Dhul Hijjah, Wal Muharram, Rajab. But if someone raises the question, how can you answer? What would your answer be concerning the saying of the Prophet when he was asked, which of fasting is better? He said, or, or best, he said, Ramadan, the best of fasting other than the month of Ramadan is Shahrullah al-Muharram, the Muharram, Allah's month, al-Muharram. And as you can, as you can uh, tell, on the apparent, 
this statement for this hadith on the apparent it is that he completes the fasting of the Muharram alright uh, so on the apparent what that yes uh, the hadith on the apparent as if he fasted the entire month of Muharram what the, what's the answer to this you understand the case now the answer is to say Okay, well, we'll repeat that. If someone asks the question, what about the saying of the Prophet والسلام, when he was asked which of the, of the fasting is the best, he said, Ramadan, Muharram. The best of fasting uh, in, other than, in the months other than Ramadan is Muharram, the month of Al-Muharram, Allah's month of Al-Muharram. What the apparent from the hadith is that he completed the siyam of this of this month, isn't it? That's what appears to be. Is that you understand? If someone raises this point, now, therefore, the answer is to say, Shahrullah al-Muharram, Allah's month of al-Muharram, meaning fasting in the month. It doesn't mean fasting the entire month, but it means fasting in the month of Muharram. Is that clear? The next benefit, one should uh, perform fasting as much as possible from the month of Shaban. Fasting the entire month of Shaban except for a few days from its start or middle or then. What is the wisdom? behind this the wisdom is to put the self into preparedness and training to fast in preparation for Ramadan and it is said that the fasting in Shaban is like the Ratiba Qabla Salah is like the regular Sunnah before the Fard Salah so in this case we will have how many regular ratiba for the Ramadan? How many? A ratiba of fasting before, and that is in Shaban, right? And the other uh, that follows Ramadan, and this is what? Shawwal, six days of Shawwal. You see, the six days of Shawwal. Is that clear? So some said that this fasting in Shaban and the fasting in, uh, in, in the six days of Shawwal is like what? Is like the regular Sunnah for Salah, but this is fasting. Is that clear? Now, another point. If someone raises the question, how can we reconcile this hadith and that the Prophet ﷺ uh, used to fast most of Shaban, more than any other month. So how can we reconcile this? That the best of fasting in other than Ramadan is Allah's month of Al-Muharram. The answer is, what is intended is in the month of Muharram. This is one aspect. Or to say that the fasting of Allah's month of Al-Muharram meaning 
the general fasting, al-mutlaq, unrestricted, the general, and the restricted is better. And the restricted in this case is Sha'ban. Why it is restricted? Because it is to Ramadan like the Ratiba for the Salah. But this is fasting. Why? Because the Prophet ﷺ informed that the best of Salah other than the Fard is what? That of the Might. And yet we know that the regular Sunan are better than the night prayer, the general night prayer. So therefore, the best of Salah, which is the general one, is the Salah of the night. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Muzzammil, verse 6, So with respect to the general one, the night prayer is the best. Verily the rising by night for tahajjud is very hard and most potent and good for governing the soul and most suitable for understanding the word of Allah. However, the restricted salah like the regular ones for the farida and the like, they are better than the general salah of the night. Meaning, the regular sunnah for dhuhr, four before the fard, and two afterwards. Which is better? To fast these six, four before dhuhr, and two after dhuhr, or to fast six in the middle of the night, or in the, th- in the latter third of the night. Which is better? Hmm. You understand? Yes. Yes, the restricted ones, yes, they are better than the general ones. Why? Because it is restricted. So, be careful regarding this point. That the preference may refer to that which is unrestricted, general. However, the restricted is better than the general. So from this, therefore, we know that the fasting of Sha'ban is better than the fasting in Muharram. Why? Because the fasting of Sha'ban is restricted. While that in the Hadith, the best of fasting other than Ramadan is Muharram, it means fasting in Muharram, a general fasting, the general one. However, the restricted one, which is like the regular Sunnah in terms of Salah, is Sha'ban in terms of Ramadan, right? That is better. That is better. Is this clear? Is this point clear? In this way, Alhamdulillah, you reconcile all these narrations. All these narrations will become clear and reconcilable, alhamdulillah, and no problem. And I will refer to the example that was given earlier as an application to this point. The dhuhr 
has six raka'ah restricted to be regular, right? Four before and two after. Four before the fard and two after the fard. These are ratibas. These are regular, right? Restricted to the dhuhr. If you pray these six, which is better? Praying these six or general six in the night? General nafil in the night, which is better? The ratiba, exactly. The regular, the regular six for dhuhr. Is that clear now? Let us see, inshallah. This brings the end of the discussion regarding this. Uh, these two narrations alhamdulillah wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam wa taslima kathira